Welcome to Wednesday in the Word, a look through the Bible where we talk about each book of the Bible in this week's episode. Again, talking about books. And what books. books are those, Philip? First and Second Kings. Ah, yes. 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 Lots tell, and lots of kings. Tell us what you know about it. Not a whole lot. <laughs> hey, that makes two I'm, of us. I will be honest uh, with those who are watching and listening. Um, this week and next week are probably my least known areas of the Bible. Um, probably because there's so many names, I'm like, wow, it's hard to follow. Yeah, yeah, very hard. It's hard to follow. But we're going to do our best here um, with this book. Um, so there's a lot of things that obviously are happening, a lot of different stories, a lot mm-hmm. of small stories yeah. that are happening with these kings. And you'll see a common theme with First and Second Kings is there's three categories of kings. There's a king that's horrible, wicked, yeah. evil. Then there's a king that does not serve God wholeheartedly, meaning he does some good things, mm-hmm. but then he does some bad things. A lot of times it will start out good, like they'll tear down the the foreign altars, the Asherah poles, right. all that stuff. Um, so they'll start to do good, but then later down the line, they start to something happens they start to fall yeah. away from the the word of the lord they start to to do evil in the eyes of the lord you'll see that common theme third one best option they yeah. do what they're supposed to yeah. do they they obey kids. god um they 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 tear down the foreign things um and they they serve god until their death mm-hmm. they serve god wholeheartedly yeah. um they did it with everything so that's the the, the three things that you'll see here in this book um and 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 i would encourage people to 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 read it, to try to study it the best you can, maybe get a study, um, because there's something that kind of happens. So you have Solomon here in the beginning. So Solomon, David's dead, so son Solomon, he takes over. Um, Solomon, um, as most people know, smartest guy, yeah, super intelligent. Right. But how that happened is um, something, something happened. Solomon's doing what he's supposed to do. He's serving the Lord, um, all that stuff. And God comes to him and asks him a question, a question that many of us would love to be asked by God. Hey, yeah. What yeah. do you want? Yeah. You can have anything you want. What do you want? I don't know about you, Phil. I want the money. Yeah. You know, I want, I want the, the <laughs> I want the good stuff, you know, right. but there's a weird thing about Solomon. He wants wisdom. Mm-hmm. That's what he prays for, or that's what he asks God for. He wants the wisdom and understanding and knowledge. Um, more than anybody else, that's what he wants. So God's kind of kind of amazed, if God can be amazed, yeah. um, at uh, Solomon's answer. And yeah. he says, because of your answer, because you did not ask for the things that most kings would ask for, which is the the glory, the winning all yeah. the battles, yeah. the fortunes, the gold, the silver, all that. Because you did because you asked for wisdom, I'm gonna give you all of it. Mm-hmm. So Solomon, you know, you hear Solomon's splendor. He yeah. has all these things. Um, he's king over Israel, he's king over Judah. He has all things, he has everything he he's ever wanted. Um and, and then some. And then some. I, Absolutely, yeah. and he and he 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 has so many proverbs. You see that in the mm. book of Proverbs. There's so much wisdom there. I would encourage. We're gonna obviously get there we'll get eventually, there. Yeah. Um, but there's so many. Well, I, we can't talk about all of them. Yeah. Um, but there's good nuggets of there wisdom are. There are. Um, in the book of Proverbs. But um, so you see that people are coming to him from outside of Israel and Judah mm. asking for his wisdom. Um, that's a that's a cool thing. You know, I wish people would ask me more about. 
the wisdom God's given me, you know, well, the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Oh, well, there's that. I was yeah. going to say, well, you don't. There's not much <laughs> not there. Much. So. I, wish, I wish you would give me <laughs> well, a little bit more. That's maybe why they're not asking. I don't um, know. So you kind of see, and you see a guy come on, a, a super huge man of God, Elijah. Yeah. Um, you see this guy, he, he does these amazing things. There's a, a story about these jars. This 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 widow comes. Um, basically, they don't have enough money, um, all that stuff. And he tells her to keep filling up these jars. Keep filling. She mm. keeps, with just a little amount, keeps yeah. filling up these jars. And, and she's able to live off all that, yeah. that this multiplying that's happening. Um, huge, awesome piece. But then there's kind of a weird moment. There's a lot of awesome pieces with Elijah. Um, but then there's a weird moment where there's a not-so-good lady yeah. named Jezebel. Yeah. Um, you'll even you hear the, uh, the uh, referenced in Revelation, the spirit of Jezebel. Mm. Jezebel is an evil, wicked yeah. woman, about as evil as they come. Yeah. Um, super, super wicked. Kills the prophets. Yeah, it's a genocide of the prophets, basically. Yeah. Kills the prophets and... Elijah's like, I'm getting out of here. So he runs. He runs to this cave up in the, in the mountain of Horeb. Um, he runs to this cave, and basically God comes to him and says, what are you doing? What are you doing, Elijah? And Elijah responds was, I've been very zealous. I've done what you've asked me to do. This, this woman has killed all your prophets. She's killed all your people, all that stuff. And basically, I'm the only one left. Yeah. How am I supposed to? I can't defeat her. I'm the only one left. Well, God takes him through a couple tests. I'm not going to want to give it all away. Takes him through a couple tests um, and basically comes to Elijah and says, you are not the only one left. There's many, many more who who follow me. Um, and God tells him to go back. He goes back, all that stuff, and then you see the calling of, this is where the confusion comes, Elijah. Yeah. <laughs> Elisha. Sure. Uh, yeah. I can't even say it, and I, and I know it. Um, but then you see this other prophet that comes, and you see this amazing piece where Elijah's taken, just gone. Yeah. Taken up on a fiery chariot, all that stuff. Huge, awesome piece. Could you, I mean, just rolling in style oh, to heaven. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no joke. But then you see Second Kings come in. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Second Kings. Um, obviously, got some things, miracles, and all that stuff that happened with Elijah, um, all that stuff. But then you again, you see this common theme with these kings, going back and forth, good, bad, good, bad, Israel's kings, all that stuff. Um, but then you see there towards the end of all this, there's there's an exile to Assyria and Israel, and an exile to to Babylon and Judah. So, mm-hmm. so because of the evil that the Israelites have done, they all, going back to foreign yeah. all that stuff that God told them not to do. God allowed them to be captured, yep. um, allowed them to be enslaved by these other huge nations, mm-hmm. um, and and obviously we'll get there with certain other books, um, what happens and all that. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of the gist of, gist of First and Second Kings. Um, yeah. Again, it can be a little difficult book to read because very historical. Yeah, it's yeah. very historical. Israelites were very good at keeping good accounts when it comes to their kings yeah. and what they did. Yeah. Um, so you'll have a lot of names to get through but again take it slow read a few pieces here it's a huge piece but but phil we do have a passage we to read that for us yeah and it's in first kings uh, chapter 9 verse 4 uh, through 5 and it says where are we at here now if you walk before the before me as your father david walked in integrity of heart 
and in uprightness to do according to all that I have commanded you. And if you keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom over Israel forever, as I promised David your father, saying, You shall not fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. So God has some stipulations for yeah. Solomon. Mm-hmm. He's saying, If yes. you follow me, as your daddy David did, mm-hmm. in righteousness and in heart and in upstanding, then... I will bless you in your kingdom, and a man will be on the throne of Israel forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. But Solomon screwed up. Yeah. You know, but I love it here that God, before it even, before it even, before he even takes over, it takes full reins of it. They says, if you do, this is the stipulation. Yeah. If you do this, if you hold on and serve me and love me and give to me, what your dad David did, you will have basically everything. Mm-hmm. You will have the kingdom that a king wants. Mm-hmm. You will have the followers that a king desires. You will have the riches that a king uh, acquires. Sim- simple stipulation. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. do exactly what David did. Mm-hmm. Now you know you look at you look at us and how we can kind of apply that to today um with being believers in christ if we follow his word if we obey if we repent and confess and believe we can have all of these things well might not get it on earth Mm -hmm. but our treasures in heaven the riches in heaven the mansions in heaven all the things that are promised um, in eternity in heaven that will happen as well but there's a stipulation there's one stipulation that we get those things and that is a relationship with Mm -hmm. jesus christ and that's it yeah Absolutely, and and with with this passage here, you know, like you said, you know, he he gives this kind of stipulation to to Solomon, and and Solomon, like I, I mentioned in that kind of recap, had it good. Mm-hmm. He did. He had it the best that anyone, any king could have, um, but then he screws it up, and like again, many of us do all the time. Um, but his screw up, man. The Bible says one man. One woman. One woman. Yeah. One man, one woman. And you see this common theme in the Bible, you see it in the world today, is, man, we just don't like that. We don't like that view. Because Solomon said, I don't like it so much, I'm going to have like 300 wives, I'm going to have 700 concubines, right, which is right. basically just people to sleep with. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he screws it way up. Yeah. Um, and he lets some people speak into his lives. I mean, when you got like a thousand women, it's pretty easy yeah. to let them speak into your life. And they weren't all from Israel or Judah. They were from foreign nations, yeah. Egypt, mm-hmm. all around. Um, he didn't matter. The Bible says he liked many foreign, yeah. foreign women. Yeah. He had many foreign wives. Yeah, he didn't have a preference, so no. to speak. No, he didn't. Um, and and that's what that's what is so true about. This is what I see in First and Second Kings. Your greatness or your downfall strictly relies on if your faith is in God. That's right. And that's true. In First and Second Kings, mm-hmm. and it's true for our lives today. The yeah. greatness that we have, like you said, our greatness will be much more glorious in heaven than mm-hmm. here on earth. Absolutely. But God still blesses oh, he us sure here does. when we walk faithfully he with sure Him. He sure does. He does. Um, but then He blesses us multitudes and multitudes sevenfold in heaven. Yeah. Even if we had nothing in heaven, 
eternal life is sevenfold to what anything yeah. possible you could have here. Absolutely. But he promises much, much more, more than that. Much more than that. Um, so know that your splendor is not based on your earthly things. It's based on your heavenly things. Yeah. And there's no greater thing, no greater splendor than Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. So, Phil, what's your final thought with First and Second Kings? The final thought would be let God be God. All you have to do is follow the example that he laid before you, which mm-hmm. is Jesus Christ, and then see what comes after it. Yeah, absolutely. So this has been a look through the Bible. Um, tune in next week where we look at First and Second Chronicles. Again, a bunch. Um, when we get past this, it'll be smooth sailing. It'll be, it'll be a breeze. Uh, it'll be a breeze. But hopefully you enjoyed. If you did, like and subscribe this episode. Um, if you have any comments, lay them down below. Maybe you have some thoughts about First and Second Kings. We'd love to hear about them. But as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith. We'll see you guys next Wednesday.